I'm with Vivian Girls minus Katie, who will be back maybe eventually. Yeah. So do you want to introduce yourselves? Yes, I'm Allie. I am Cassie. All right. And Katie. I'm Katie. I'm Katie. All right. And they're Vivian girls. Yeah. They just did a show and it was rad. There was a girl that was a one ma- one woman mosh pit at the beginning of the show. It was fun. A lot of fun. Okay. I want to ask a few things, but nothing. Oh, from the from watching the show, I want. I was wondering when you're playing, especially you, because I was watching you especially. Uh-huh. Do you look at anything in specific when you're playing? Like, and I want to ask this some people in general when they play. But then I was watching you while you were playing because I saw Katie was looking around, and, I, and like Ali was in the back, and then I was I saw you looking straight most of the time. I like I like looking at people. At people almost in the face when I'm usually singing. If I'm if I'm holding out a, a long note, I like to look into the sky. And if I'm just playing guitar, I like to look at my amp because it makes me feel like I'm alone in my room. That makes sense. This is recording. All right, cool. All right, what else did I want to ask you? Um, Cassie, I hear you have babies with woods. Yeah, I have babies with wood. Yeah, it's about the. I was wondering about the band because I haven't heard much about it aside from that it exists. The side project that you're doing with wood, the one of the woods, the woods basses. Yeah. It's just for fun, you know. It's just um, I I don't know. It's just like it's just like a fun punk band, you know. Like I I I'm the kind of person that always likes to start playing like playing music with new people, and um, I feel like me. I feel like me and Kevin have uh have really good musical chemistry as do um. As we do with Justin, who's the drummer, and Nate, who's the bass player, and um, I don't know, it's just really fun jamming with those guys, and it's just it's just a, a thing we're doing for fun, you know. Do you have any like plans to release anything? Um, we're gonna put out two seven inches this fall and winter, and then I think we're gonna try to record an album this winter when we're all back in the same town together. Okay, cool. Speaking of recording, um, how was recording Costa Mesa? Do you guys like Orange County? We love Costa Mesa. Yeah. One of our uh, favorite places. What's that thrift store? What is Rags it? to Riches. Rags to Riches. Best, best thrift store in the world. I got, my, I got my favorite jean jacket there, which I wear every day. You, pro- you might have seen it in photos if you ever look at photos of us, because I wear it so much. I love it. I love Rags to Riches. It's the best place in the world. Uh, I got this really awesome pin of Ringo Starr's face inside of a guitar, which doesn't make any sense, but it broke. Do you guys like the Beatles? Love the Beatles. Like, were you crazy excited for the remastering, or you think it was a money grab, or what? I actually didn't even know that happened until we went to Amoeba yesterday, and there's like a thousand Beatles records everywhere. Yeah, me either. Um, I have I have almost all the original Beatles records, um, so I don't know. I just like listening to those. I'm, I'm happy with them. So yeah, me too. I'm not big on like oh stereo sounds different from mono, etc. But I'm sure there's a big difference, and I just going over my head. Anyways, what else did I want to ask? Oh, I had a question on here that I don't think uh, Allie could decipher. Uh, I was going to ask about the low, like how you guys sound on your records. Like before you ever started recording, did you have that kind of sound in mind, or was that something that you you like had the songs written and then you heard it in studio and then you thought, oh, it would sound better this way, or did you already have it like that sound that real reverb, you know, distorted, shoegazy kind of noisy sound in mind already? We never we never really had the term lo-fi in our minds when we were thinking about our sound, but 
The things that we definitely wanted were uh, guitars loud in the mix, vocals a little bit lower in the mix, and a lot of reverb on the vocals. Um, to us, that didn't equal lo-fi. It just equaled uh, a different way of production than the mainstream. Um, but it was definitely it was definitely a concept. The, the sound of the album was a concept way before we recorded the album. Okay, cool. Uh, what else do I want to ask? Oh, what do you think uh, people listening... What's a good way to put this question? What's one influence that all of you guys have in mind that you would tell fans of your band to listen to? Nirvana. Nirvana. I, I guess I guess most people have already heard Nirvana. Um, the Wipers. So the entire grunge scene, like that that. No. I wouldn't say the I wouldn't say the entire grunge scene, but definitely the Wipers and Nirvana are two huge influences on us. By the way, I could I could. his number one influence. No, he's not. <laughs> Eddie Vedder. You listen to the It's to the Wild Talk. No, never mind. It's to the Wild Talk. I could talk to you guys about Nirvana for probably my entire life. That was my. That was like my first band that I ever really got into. There's a home. There's a homie that's leaving right now. They're giving each other a hug. It's a sweet moment. Bye, Sandy. <laughs> this is an interlude. Maybe I'll play a Vivian Girl song in between this. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Bam. Wait, what's up? Sandy. Oh, true story. Uh, during their the festival last week, I got fucked up during up and I broke my I practically broke my nose and you can still see this the marks kind of yeah but it's not a big deal now because I'm fine thanks Sandy oh wait, wait. Sandy is the basis oh man oh man that's awesome okay all right I'll get excited about this later okay yeah 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 She was uh, she was trying to see No Age's set, and then I think they got upset with her. Do you like um, Do you like Ava Goda or Best Coast? I like this. Ent- wait, 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 no, is that Bethany? What? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, I can't. I can't do this right now. Hold on, hold on. I actually, my name's Chapon, and I contacted your publicist about doing an oh, interview really? with you. Oh, wait, are you from the radio I'm from station? KUCI. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and then we're talking about maybe October 2nd. Yeah, I think coming. that we might be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, you I should totally like, come I down. have to talk to the guy who plays with me to, okay. to make sure that we could do it, because okay. we're driving, like, down to San Diego that okay. day, so okay, we cool. might be able to do it that day, but if we can't, we'll totally come and do it another day. How cool is Rob Bruno? So Bob Bruno is a really cool guy. All right, cool. The bunny dude. Oh, she all right. We just totally nerded out. I'm such a dork. I can't believe Bethany was right in front of me the entire time. I saw her with Woods just a couple weeks ago. And then Waves stopped by, and I'm like, dude, it's Waves. Anyways. Waves stopped by to our uh, Amoeba in-store in San Francisco yesterday, and there was a guy taking pictures of us, like, candid paparazzi shots. I was talking to Waves of a lo-fi orgy. True story. I played. Uh, I played. You're so bored on my show. Then I played Waves is so bored. And I totally dissed Waves afterwards. I'm like, dude, Vivian Girl's so bored, so much better. And then like, 
<laughs> and then Waves called up and was like, no, it's not. It didn't happen. But whatever. He would never he say that. He loves us. And we, we love him. Yeah. By the way, Waves has a bad rep around KUCI. Like, everyone, everyone like, makes fun of him. Because, I don't know. He's easy to make fun of, I think. I don't care. I think, I think Nathan is a really talented songwriter, and I think that he's going to go big places in his future. He is going to. He's, he's playing. He's jamming with Zach Hill. I mean, come on. He's already going big places. Anyway, I don't care. This is about Vivian Girls. What's your favorite Nirvana record, and why? And justify it. If it's not Nevermind, you obviously have to justify it more, because mine is in utero, and I can justify it. Okay, me too. Mine is also in utero, because I think Nevermind would be my favorite if it had the production of in utero. But the production on Nevermind is so over the top that it makes it hard to listen to after a while. It's because Albini's a badass. Yeah, Albini is a badass. The production on in utero fits Nirvana so perfectly, and um, I think it really serves the songs. Whereas on Nevermind, I just wish that the album had been recorded like a punk album and not like a like a like '90s radio rock. Yeah, album. like not like a slick pop album. So that's why I like in utero the best. Yeah, Kurt Cobain didn't even like the recording. So who knows if Nirvana would be as popular as they are if they didn't have that slick pop recording? Exactly. That's completely true. I love Nevermind, but I just love in utero. In utero is my favorite album of all time. Like, I, I'm gonna say incesticide. Ooh, look who's being cool. You're gonna say bleach next. Incesticide's <laughs> so good. That uh, what's that song? Paul. Aneurysm is the best song. Sliver. Yeah, Mom and Dad yeah, went to. That's exactly what yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. of. That song rules. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. More stuff about your band. <laughs> oh, I know a lot of homies uh, know that your name you're named after the Henry uh, Dager uh, book. But what's what are the Vivian Girls about in that, in that uh, book or novel? Or there are uh, there are seven sisters that um, fight evil, and they are girls with penises, which is weird as hell. And we we thought that was a really attractive image when we were choosing the band name. <laughs> I leave it at that. I'm sure they're. Lo- not that's what she said. What she said. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, what else did I want to ask? Oh, do you guys? Um, how did you record? Did you have those songs in mind that you put for everything uh, goes wrong already in mind, or did you already have them written when you already did self-titled? You know what I mean? When you did self-titled. Sorry. When you did self-titled, did you already have the, the songs in mind for your sophomore album? Or, you know... When, when we did self-titled, um, I'd already written Walking Alone at Night and Before I Start to Cry, um, but, like, by myself, you know? Like, before like before we arranged it with the band. Um, but at that point, no, we were just kind of taking things as it came. So do you think you would be one of those bands that actually managed to put, like, a record out a year? Or? Do you think you would actually be like one of those bands that would manage to be able to put a record per year, like you, you're like you're doing right now, or what do you think? Um, I think I think we could if that's what we wanted to do. I'm not sure if that's what we're gonna want to do, always. So, another thing I wanted to ask: Do you think you wanted to, you want to branch out out of the sound you have now, or is that just something that you're gonna come as it goes? You know. I think it's important to always keep evolving as an artist. So, yeah, I think our sound is always going to branch out from what it was before. And um, I read a few reviews of our of our album, and a lot of people think think that it's really similar to the last album. But I I, 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 I still think that our second album is branch is branching out for us, and I think we're going to keep branching out. 
I heard it. I just heard it because uh, we had it added on the way back. We had it added today in the mail, actually, at, at our station. And so I was listening to it on the way. That last song, especially the song you played uh, t- tonight, too, that starts off really mellow and then kicks in. I don't think there's anything like that on the first album. So, like, like I don't, you know. I think there there are steps. You can, you can hear it. And do you read a lot of reviews about the records? Like, do they affect you at all? Or Yeah, that... I, I read I read reviews of our records and I feel like a lot of reviewers miss the point because um, I feel like if it's if it's your job to review music um, I feel I feel like um, if you, if it's your job to review music you get so caught up in the technicalities of it that you often miss the point so I don't know I think a lot of reviewers misunderstand our records but but that's okay Ali your opinion. Yeah, it's their job to be critical, so they're critics. I don't know. That's what they do. No one wants to hear criticism, but whatever. I don't it's probably it's probably just because that first the first album was so like universally loved. I didn't think I didn't read many bad reviews at all on the first record. Like, there's always I mean there's there I don't think there's a single album that has only good reviews. There's no, there's that's not possible. There's no way. For sure. Okay. Oh, I wanted to ask you, because I was talking to um, the subjects in White Rabbits a couple of months ago about the Brooklyn scene. So, like, do you think... I know that there are a lot of bands in Brooklyn, and, like, you could call that a scene, but do you do you think that you're representing a certain sound from that area that, that like, specifically you can tie back to, like, oh, you know, these bands, they sound like they're from Brooklyn because of the sound? Or do you think that... I don't think so, because... Um... I guess, for example, Waves is a current artist that would get tied into the sound that we make, and they're from San Diego. Yeah. Um, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that it's just the. <laughs> sorry, I don't know. There's so there's bands all over the world that would get lumped into the sound that we have, and I feel like the scene in Brooklyn is really diverse, diverse, whatever. I agree. So I wouldn't, I'm, I mean, people lump us in with Brooklyn bands, I think, based on geography, but I, when you really listen, I don't think it's too similar. A lot yeah. of bands. Okay, cool. What else did I want to ask? I had a couple of good ones. Yeah. No, the, the scene is real. It's a really magical thing. Like, you know, yeah, we're, we're, all, we're all really, really good friends with all, with all the other people in the bands that we get associated with from Brooklyn. Um, we think they're all great people, and make great music so I don't know they're who we hang out with so I don't know I think I guess there, there definitely is a scene but I think we're all doing our own things in the scene you know it's not it's not like we're it's not like we're so much it's not like we get, got together and put on some records and we're like let's all start a band that sounds like this you know it's it's I feel yeah. like it, it really organically formed together it's like all of our friends within the scene are people that we met because we had started bands and wound up playing together, not because we were friends beforehand and all decided to like be in bands that sound. Some of us are friends beforehand, yeah. but that but that's still that still is an independent factor of us deciding to start bands. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else do they want to ask? Oh, um, so who are your best friends amongst the Brooklyn scene? <laughs> it's time to name drop. It's time to name drop. All right. Um. I like Kevin Morby, the bass player of Woods. Um, I really like uh, Brad and JB from Crystal Stills. Yeah. Uh, your drummer, your drummer plays for them now, right? Is, or she used to at least. Your old drummer? Yeah, of course. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Crystal stilts. We don't yeah. have to do this. This is a stupid question. Being pure heart, uh, whatever. I don't know. Um, who else? Who else? I don't even. What whoever, whoever you name drop, I'm probably gonna play like in between okay, this. So <laughs> you should play Woods, Crystal Stills, Fans of Being Pure at Heart, The Beats, who we brought on tour with. Us. They were awesome. Like from New York. When I thought of the Beats, I thought of Doug Funny first, but now I can actually think of the Beats, like this band. Great. They're awesome. So you should play them on your radio show. Oh, I will. <laughs> have you heard of the German measles? No. They're really cool. I think they have a cassette out on Woodsist. Um, if you want to name drop a label. Yeah, yeah. play everything on Woodsist. Um, but German measles are some of our best friends in the Brooklyn scene. Uh, there's these two twin brothers in the band, Nick and Alex Curtin, and they're both really cool. Um, and Alex was in Cause Commotion. I think I think they might have broken up, but I'm not sure. But they're an amazing band, one of the best. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You don't have to. This is a bad question, but yeah, <laughs> who are your who are your friends? <laughs> um, oh yeah. So when you guys started coming up, that in, the entire aesthetic of uh, really noisy music came up too, like like really lo-fi lo-fi quotations music, and uh, yeah, there's a sorry. There's like a lot of there's a lot of like criticism on the entire idea of lo-fi being being like an, an art form as opposed to just being a way to record music. Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Like, because you're very much part of this entire movement. So, yeah, I think it's stupid. I think that I think that um, that finding finding new ways to produce a record is always interesting, and whether 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 wins or fails it's at least good that you tried and I think that just because you try to produce a record differently than a mainstream record it doesn't mean that you're necessarily in the lo- like a lo-fi band it just means that you're trying new things and I totally respect any artist that wants to do that cool okay let me see if there's anything else I want to ask you guys have been great by the way the show was great tonight yeah a lot of energy it was awesome um let me see what else Oh yeah, why does everyone have nicknames on the website but but Ali doesn't? No, this honestly upsets me because like I do I do like refer to you guys as like Cassie Ramon, Kickball Katie, then Ali. The reason I have a nickname is because my last name is really it's impossible to pronounce or to spell or to remember. Um, it's re- it's really long and has a lot of consonants. How do you say it? How do you say it? I know I wouldn't be able to. In Polish. <laughs> um, in English, it's pronounced Grzymkowski. In Polish, it's pronounced Grzymkowski. That's my last. That's that's my real last name. It's not a secret. When I was seventeen, um, my friend, I I was when I was seventeen, I had a black bowl cut and I wore jeans with ripped knees. And I watched Rock and Roll High School at least once a week. So, um, my friend Katie Ford um, started calling me Cassie Ramon as a joke, and then I made it my AIM screen name, and then it just kind of stuck. And a similar thing happened with Katie. I think I think she has the nickname Kickball Katie because there are a lot of girls named Katie. So she wanted to have a nickname to differentiate herself herself from the other Katies. Um, she got the nickname as a part of super secret, a super secret kickball society that she was in in college. That we're not really allowed to talk about, but 
I don't know. Both me and Katie got our nicknames way before we were in the band, and it's just kind of what our friends know us as. And Allie didn't have that, and it's like we didn't want to make up a nickname for Allie just because she was joining the band. Yeah. It's stupid. That'd be super pretentious if I was like, I'm joining Vivian Girls. I need a special nickname. Because your guys' nickname, I mean, I knew them as Cassier and Kipwell Katie way before the band. It's just who they are. Cool. How, how far back do you guys all know each other? Me and Katie have been friends since I was 16 and she was 17. And um, then Katie and Allie met. How old were you guys? I was like 18 and Katie was like 20. And then me and Allie met really shortly after she and Katie met because um, they met in college and they were in a band together. And um, we'd always see each other at shows and stuff in New Brunswick. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Anything you want to tell your fans that are listening? Anything you want to tell your fans that are listening right now? Um, I'm really happy that you're listening right now. And uh, keep on rocking in the free world. Yeah, thanks for liking us. Yeah, everyone listen to the new album. It's really, really good. 